Amen. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the book of Judges. Judges. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges. Judges chapter 7, beginning with verse 15. Take your time. We'll we'll, we'll locate that. This is a story of Gideon, and if you read back into the story where God allowed him to uh, be the leader, and um, as he was, he had too many men. And finally, God got him down to 300 men to fight this battle. And so, the Bible says in verse 15 of chapter 7 of the book of Judges, And it was so, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream... And the interpretation thereof, that he worshipped and returned unto the host of Israel and said, He says to his men, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian. Midian was the enemy. Had thousands upon thousands of soldiers and camels. And and he divided the 300 men into three companies, a hundred in each one. And he put a trumpet in every man's hand and an empty pitcher and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me now, and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. When I bow with a trumpet, when I blow with a trumpet, and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of of all the camp, and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon, So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch, and they had put newly, and they had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and broke the pitcher, and were in their that were in their hands, and the three companies blew their trumpets and broke the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands, with which to blow. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Now here's what I want you to notice in verse 21 of chapter 7. And they stood every man in his place around about the camp. And this is what the enemy did. And all the host ran, cried, and fled because God was in control. Father, we know that you're in control. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd touch us, that you'd speak to our hearts where we need to be standing today, and that we would stand where you put us, and we'll thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I ask you a question or two, as I ask myself, and that is, are you an alert person? Are we alert uh, for what's happening around us? Uh, Someone said that this building that we're sitting in here was built in 1948. I was born in 47. People keep talking about this old building. Makes me feel old. 1948, the thing was built. And hey, she's still in good shape. But listen now, they tell us when you as a church family are 80% full, it's time to do something. Do you think we're at 80% full this morning? (laughs) I think we're in the the mid-90s, if not beyond that. And so we realize and we know uh, that it's time to, to do something and do it for the glory of the Lord. And I ask you another question. Are you a person that can be counted on? 
You know, many churches use pledges today. They want you to pledge. You'll give so much a week or a month or so much a year. Well, I, we don't do that. I wouldn't require you to do that. But to me, the requirement is just give as God has blessed us with so we can make it happen, so God can see us through. This chapter uh, that we, this part of this thing that we read, if you want to read back, you'll find uh, that it reveals the, the Midianites. They had large numbers of people, but it also reveals to us that Gideon's few, with God's help, defeated the enemy. <clears throat> now, the devil don't want us to do what we're attempting to do. And he's going to talk you out of giving because you have other obligations. You can't afford to give. Let somebody else give. Let somebody else do the building that's going on. Well, I just want you to listen. The, the success of Gideon, listen. The success of Gideon was that he trusted the Lord and those 300 soldiers that he had selected was following Gideon and all they did was blow a trumpet, break a pitcher and hold up a lamp and it frightened the enemy to death because of that dream. That one of the enemy soldiers had that dream inside a tent and God sent Gideon and a heifer of his to sit outside the camp and listen as the old boy told about the dream. The dream was simply a barley cake came rolling off the hill and crashed in and wiped out the whole company. And he said it was nothing other than Gideon and the Lord. And they were already scared to death before they went into battle, but they were charged to defeat Gideon, okay? They were, they were charged to defeat their enemy. And so was Gideon charged, hey, when he got back to camp, when he told, he told his uh, fellow soldiers, hey, we got this. God's in this. God's going to deliver us. And here's all we've got to do. I want, three, I want 100 men over here and 100 over here and 100 over here. And when you hear us blow the trumpet and break the pitcher and, and, and shine the light, I want all of you to do it at the same time. It was such a massive... Can you imagine 300 pitchers? I ain't talking about photographs. I'm talking about tea pictures, okay? Being broken all at one time and a shout of the Lord and then seeing a great light. It's frightened the enemy and they left. They cut out. Well, as you look at verse 21, there's three words there I want you to look at. First word, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, first word is every. Every. It says, and they stood... Every, didn't leave out anybody, all 300 standing together, doing what they were commanded to do. And we also notice the word stood, which means to endure and to resist the devil. Stand where God has put you. Also we notice there, every man stood in his place, his position. And I ask you this morning, do you, wanna, do you want success? I want success. I want success in this church. I want success in each individual lives. But we have got to realize that we have got to obey the Lord. We've got to do what God requires of us. And what does He require? That we live good, clean lives. 
that we tell people about Jesus, that we brag on what God's doing in this place, and that we give so others can hear, that we send so others can go. And if this church is doing that, I thank God for you and what you have, what you, with the Lord's help, what you have accomplished in the, the little over five years that God has allowed us to be here. It's nothing short of a miracle. Just like the 300 defeating the thousands because God was in it, okay? And we think about that this morning. What I want you to let's think about is success. I just want to take the word success because I want you to look at your life as I look at mine because I want my life to be a success. And so, uh, in, in your bulletin now, you'll see where are we standing? First of all, where are we standing on the spiritual side of life? Where, where are we standing on the spiritual side? And you'll have to decide for yourself. First of all, if you're saved, you need to thank God for that one salvation experience, okay? You need to thank God if you're saved. That's a, that's a spiritual thing that you've been drawn by God and you accepted Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Okay? If we're going to be a spiritual person, we, we've got to be faithful to God. <clears throat> faithful in His Word. I've heard people say, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. You just read the Word and He'll reveal to you and to me what He wants us to do. Because it's plain, it's clear cut. If you want to succeed, read the Word of God and obey the Word of God. Can you imagine Gideon taking 300 men? Hey, and he was close to God, and he listened to God. And God, hey, several times took him down to, the, to, to places, and he tried because he had too many men. And every time he cut them back, God kept telling him, Gideon, you got too many, son. If I let you go into battle with all these people, it's no problem. You'll whip them hands down, and you and all your crowd will brag on it. But I want you to know, just take a handful, and I promise I'll be right in the middle of it. Now, it's already been proven in, in years gone by that only a few people support the church. Only a few people work in and around the church. And I want to say this to you. Listen, every born-again child of God who is in this room right now this morning, listen, I'm talking saved people. I want you in the next months, I want you to pray as you've never prayed before. Some of you worry. Oh, Lord, I worry. What am I going to... We need to pray as much as we worry. And I believe with all my heart, God will give us the victory. It may not be what we want, but He'll give it to us. But I want you to pray as never before. I want you to give like you have never given before. You know, when we want something at the house, you know what we do? We go get it. Don't we? Hello? We just go get it. We want something. We want an enlargement here, and we want to pay for it. I'm going to tell you, I've been, I've been a part of two, three, four, four, four building programs. And it's amazing to me what God did. Some of you may remember many, many, many years ago, there was a church down in town, a black congregation that burned, arsonists burned their church building. Long story short, God led me to get in there and help them people. 
I'm going to tell you, folk, people come out of the woodwork. People came from far away as, as Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, because they heard it on the radio. They wanted to be a part of it. We moved, I say we, God moved that congregation in that building $600,000 debt-free because the people had a mind to work. Those people came out of the woods also, that, that, that congregation. They fed us every day we worked down there. Every day they was there feeding us and encouraging us and, and helping us. And it can happen right here. But we've got... To, Hey, spiritually, pray as you've never prayed before. Give as you've never given before. Invite, encourage people as you've never been in your life before. I beg you, I challenge you, take the pamphlets. I think that's one of the key things, is passing out the pamphlets every week. I want people to know about us, okay? Now, they're going to know about us, that's for sure. They're passing by the road here when they see the walls being blowed out. Say, well, Preacher Kenny's done it again. He's tore up another church. Well, <laughs> hey, we're going to widen out. I mean, I can't imagine. Hey, this is a beautiful setting this morning. Hey, the windows, don't be concerned. They're coming. They're going to take these very carefully out and pack them up and put them back in the new part. I mean, I, I just can't imagine what it's going to, uh, what it's going to be. I hope, I hope God will leave me here. I want to see a finished product. I just want to be able to stand here at least and preach one time at least. And if I'm gone, ask me to come back, will you? <laughs> spiritually. We want to be a success spiritually. That's the letter S. Letter U. If you want it to happen, and you want to really understand where God puts you, you're going to have to be unselfish. Unselfish. Now, I know that some of you, now listen, I know that some of you will not be able to be here every time we're working. I know you can't. You have jobs to hold down. And it is important that you keep your job. I don't expect you to tell your boss, well, I ain't coming in tomorrow. I'm working at my church. No. Mm -mm. No, that won't work. You get, get fired and then, then we're hurting on the other end, okay? But we need to be unselfish. We need to give our time... <clears throat> now, it's already understood with Joel Davis, our contractor. You know, we're going to take up the shrubbery. We're going to get things spreaded and splattered out here. We're going to get to dig the footings. We're going to pull the footings. We're going to lay the block, and we're going to lay the brick. That's a big savings right there that's going to come off the top of what his price has already been given to us. And there'll be many other things that we can do along the way. I want you to be a people with a mind to work. So, Lord willing, come Christmas, when we sit down, what a celebration it's going to be because you had a part in it. You may not be able to drive one nail or lay one brick or even show up, but you can pray. You can, listen, I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be a lot of crews here. We need to pray for safety. We need to pray that every day they're out here, they'll have good weather to work. That the materials will be here on time. And that everybody who said they'll do what they said they'll do, that they'll do it. And listen, this place is not going to be off limits to you older people who just want to ride by and see what's going on. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I don't want you to be unselfish. This, hey, this whole thing don't even belong to us. 
It's God's. We're God's people. It's God's money. It's God's house. And we ain't got time, y'all, to be selfish. Let me give you a third thing right quick. You want this thing to happen? I want you to stand where God wants you to stand. You want to be success? You're going to have to be courageous. Hey, we we stepping out. You know, I think somebody put on the sign out there, here we go again. Well, a church is not a bank. Hello? We don't need to stockpile all the money. It needs to be used. I think I got seven or eight one dollar bills in my bill for. Now, what if I a year from now still got that seven or eight one dollar bills in my bill for? What good is it? it? Ain't worth a doodle. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't worth a doodle. I brought a lot of loose change this morning because I love to hear it rattle in the buckets, and I think that's a great idea, don't y'all? Hey. I'm excited to hear what we took up. I think it was the last time we took up $192, I think it was. Because people, they want to, they want to see success, and they want to be spiritually, and, and, and they, they, don't, they don't want to be uh, selfish. They want to be unselfish and, and courageous. You know, hey, just stepping out. I don't know that I'll be able to work tomorrow. I may fall sick. Okay? You may fall sick. You don't know whether you're going to be back in here or not. And I failed to mention, I just thought about Brother Jack Edwards too. We need to pray for him. Another episode with his, with his physical being yesterday. This Widow Ruth here somewhere it was. Um... We just need to watch out. It can happen. I feel good right now. But I may not later. But it don't mean God don't love me. It don't mean God don't care. Okay? Sometimes we need a setback. You know, if we're, we're getting out of hand sometimes. Now, Lynn loves to put grand youngers in time out. I'm thinking, time out. Give me a break. But it works for her, but it don't work for me. I'm ready to fire them up, you know, hey. <laughs> fire them up and get it over with, and let's get on with business. <clears throat> Courageous. <laughs> now, there's going to be a, probably a lot of talk going on, okay? They're tearing up our church house. I was raised in there. Well, praise God. You could have been raised our children somewhere and not even know Jesus. Okay? Things are going to change. We just said, well, get used to it. We're going to have to get up and get on or we're going to be left out. Okay? People are going to go somewhere else. Okay? And we want, we want people here. I mean, that's what it's all about is winning people to Jesus and seeing them grow in the Lord and see them pay. It's amazing to me what I have seen since I've been pastor here in the lives of some of you, how you have grown in the Lord, <coughs> how you have stepped up to the plate, and how some of you came in as just guests, and you visited a while, and then you become a part of this family. There's still some of you who's just visiting, okay? It's all right. It's a good place to just tie up right now until God says, you need to go and get on deck here, hey. Okay? Let me give you another one. We're looking at being a success, Okay? There's another letter C there. Cooperative. We've got to be cooperative. 
Some of you have already been. Thank God for you who have moved out of your Sunday school class that you've been in there since Moses was... You know, you, you've been in there, you know. And, and, you know, I walked by and the class is empty and I said, wow, I wonder where they went. Ramble around, you find them. Settled in another little place. May not be comfortable. May not be cool. May not be warm. May not be padded. But just hang in there. It's just like going to heaven. It's coming. Okay? It's coming. Things are going to get better. And I just want you to be cooperative. If you're asked to do something, it's, listen, if you can't do it, say, well, listen, I can't do it, but I'll find somebody who can. Okay? I'm thinking of a dear old man at Earl's Grove Baptist Church. He's done passed on now. When we did that big, massive uh, educational wing, 90, I believe it was 96 foot long, three stories. Built with volunteers. But this one old gentleman, you know what his job was? I mean, this is all he done. Sweep. Picked up blocks of wood. Picked up brick. Picked up mortar. Picked up swell. Kept the place clean. I mean, he'd clean it and somebody just for aggravation, they'd saw something, make dust fall, you know, and he'd jump up and down. But hey, he was right there every Saturday, every time work was going on, he was there. So, it's okay. You know, you can do something. On our bricklaying trip one time, man said, I, I can't do a thing. He said, well, just go. You can be an encouragement. Well, the man went. Bless his heart, he went. He was an office worker. And one day, the man that was over the bricklaying job, he saw him, and he was just standing. And he walked up. He said, sir, what, what, what are you doing? He said, I'm just standing here. I'm watching. He said, well, let me tell you what I want you to do. You see that man going there laying brick? Hard as he can go. He's sweating. He's been over... I want you to follow him and make a shade for him. Okay. You can do that. Hey, hold on, brother up, man. Keep him cool. Give him a drink of water. There's all kinds of things that we can do to make it happen, Captain. And I want it to happen. I'm telling you. I want us to be cooperative in whatever's going on. The letter E is next. If you want to stand where you're supposed to stand, and you want to succeed, you need to be established. The Bible says, He that endureth to the end shall be saved. I'm talking hanging in there. I'm not talking about walking out and quitting. Now, some of you, you didn't vote to do this, okay? But you're here. So might as well, hey, I love you, and I want you to stay here, and I want you to pray hard, and I want you to encourage, and I want you to give, and I want you to do all God wants you to do. You know, some things have been done. I didn't like it either, but I'm pastor. I'm going to be right here hanging in there for the glory of God. It'll happen, y'all. Be successful. Establish. Get yourself established. I just love that verse. And they stood every man in his place, in his position. You know, I'm, I'm thankful I have a place to worship. You know, listen, y'all, we could not even have this over here. And we'd be sitting here this morning. What are we going to do? I tell you, the only thing I thought about, if we hadn't had that, that we should have already put up a massive tent, air-conditioned it, and let them get on with this. But we're blessed to have that over there to worship in till this is done. And hey, when this is done... I want to see some of you old guys who know how to do it.
play ball. Play basketball. And run around and carry on. It can happen. Being cooperative, being established, being where you're supposed to be. Surrounded. That's what those 300 men done. They surrounded them camps, buddy. And when they let the clutch out, I mean, the tire squalled and the people cut out and left because they were frightened. Okay, there's another letter there. It's an S. That list stands, S stands for sacrificing. Some of you have already sacrificed. Some of you have already sacrificed and you have relocated your Sunday school class. Some of you have already sacrificed in, in your giving. Some of you have already made money out of that money that was given away and you, you can't wait to give it back and someone to give it this morning and say, oh, wait, wait, there's a Sunday coming set aside specially for, for giving back what God's blessed with. So keep raising the money. Hey, if you made $40 on something, take that 40 and turn it into 80 If you made 100 take it and turn it into another 100 Now, not everybody can do. Listen to me now. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I wouldn't for the world because not everybody can do what some people can do. You listening? But some people in this congregation can match the $1,000 that Lynn and I gave. I know you can. You just hadn't done it yet. Anytime you want to do it, hey, it's okay. Just put it in that envelope and give it for the glory of God. Listen, I not only want to see this thing, I'd love to see that. That's a biggie out here. This is a biggie. We don't got the goings on here. This, this, this deal's settled. Unless something happens, this, this deal is settled here. The money's there, it's coming, we're making the payment, everything's rolling there. But back here, we're still short. Okay? And people keep talking about the choir room, choir. I said, listen, it's not just the choir room. It's the music room. Everything that has to do with music, there'll be a room for that. New classrooms, bathrooms. I mean, hey, please, I want you to, to sacrificially give up your time, talent, if it ain't nothing but picking up trash and making the tithe where it's supposed to be, and giving an offering. Well, the last letter, S, i tell you something now. We're talking about adding 200 more seats. Correct, guys? Those of you on the committee? 200 more seats. Okay, can you imagine taking this crowd that we got right here and put them in, oh, well, this is 200 about, and putting them in 400 seats, okay? We're going to have plenty of room. But, the deal is, this last S is reaching out and getting the souls that don't know Jesus. And they're going to be coming. They, they're going to be looking. As they drive by, they're going to see all kinds of things taking place. And you're going to be asked, what are y'all doing? Say, so we're adding more space for people like you. We want you to come. Keep giving the pamphlets out. Keep begging people. Keep encouraging people to come. If we don't, we're going to lose out. Jesus said the fields are white already under harvest. The problem is there's few laborers. We need more laborers. 
We need more people who will give out the pamphlets, more people who will share Jesus, more people who will encourage others to come and be a part of what God is doing here. You see, success is reaching our goal. Our goal is to have an enlargement here. Our goal is to fix this, raise this back. That's our goal. But our goal also is to reach Westminster. I've told you, I told you early on when I first came here, I want her to be the top of the line church here in our county. And she can be. She's not a fly-by-night, off-the-wall, storefront outfit. She's God's house. And I want her to look like God's house. Succeeding in life is important. The bottom line, y'all, success is being where God puts you. It's going to make all the difference in the world if you're where God puts you. And if you're here this morning and God has not put you anywhere, and you're just going here and there, hey, this is a good place to stop until God says, I want you over yonder. If you haven't got a word from God, then get a word from Kenny. It's okay to be right here. Okay? But I want us to, I want us to succeed, and we will. By God's help, we will. We will. Father, in the name of Jesus... Thank you so much for your precious word. Lord, I want to stand where you put me. I want to be all that you want me to be. Lord, right now you put me here as pastor, preacher. You put me here as a, as a spiritual leader. You, you put me here as an encourager. You put me here uh, for whatever reason, God, only you know. <clears throat> Lord, I just want to I want to be obedient to you. I want to, I want to be, uh, I want to succeed. And I want this church to succeed. Not for my glory, not for my honor. You know my heart is for your glory and for your honor. That in 1948, people got together and raised up a building here that has stood by the side of this road for many years. And God, you know that it's time for us to do something. We thank you for the privilege today to meet in this particular part of your house for the last time in the setting that we're in. And again, I want to thank you for those who've gone before us. And I want to thank you for those that are even here now that were a part of that back in 48. God, we love you and we thank you. And I pray that you'd speak to our hearts through song, through Scripture. In Jesus' name, amen.